Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. How is everybody doing today? Happy Thursday, one step closer to Friday. I'm loving it. And the weather is still pretty good here. It's going to heat up. So, um, you know, what we're looking at is we're going to have this high heat maybe for another week or two, and that's going to be it. It's going to start tapering down. And then once October hits, we'll be freezing again. Anyway, my name is Charlotte. I'm the host, and I'm going to be here for about an hour with you guys, along with medium Nancy Matts, and we're going to be talking about some really cool stuff tonight. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Invasion uh, Investigation Team based out of Sacramento. We are 45 strong up and down the state and growing. Yeah, we're growing. Uh, that means because we're up and down the state, we can get to you. If you have a paranormal need somewhere, that, or you think you have a paranormal need going on, and that includes aliens, you know, UFOs, UAP, things like that, cryptids, anything you might think you have, give us a call, send us an email, shoot us an email. But the problem is California is this huge state. A lot of people, when they think about California, especially if they're back east, what do they think of? They think of palm trees. It's kind of like Hawaii, right? They think of palm trees and oceans and, and, and surfing and all that. But you know what? Part of that's true. Our West Coast is like that. But like I said, it's such a large state that not only do we have that West Coast, we also have a North Coast that's rather cold. I'm not putting down the North Coast. But we also have farmland. We have a lot of wide open spaces, including desert, high desert, mountains, you name it. So it might take us a day or two to get to you, depending on your location, but we will get to you. And if we can't get to you right away on time, we have some fine mediums and psychics on staff like Nancy or Trish Dolis or whoever happens to be on staff that night who can call you and maybe calm things down for you if there is a paranormal issue going on until we can get out there. It won't take us more than one or two days. So if you want to contact us, you can find us on Facebook under California Haunts, California Haunts Radio. You can find us on Instagram under my, under my thing, Ghosty Gal. It's all lowercase. You can find us on TikTok under California Haunts. You can find us on Twitter under California Haunts. You can find us at Twitch under Cal Haunts. And you can find us, is that it? I think that's it. Oh, no, Meetup, California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team, Meetup. All right. And speaking of Meetup, uh, we are conducting, we have a meditation club, California Haunts is a meditation club, and what that includes is two, three to four times a week, I will guide you in a guided meditation, it could be for your health, it could be for your financial, it could be for anything, and we will do that three, three or four times a week, but it's really neat, it's a nice guided meditation to end your day, we do it after the show here at 7.45pm Pacific, and if that sounds like something you're interested in, Check it out. California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team Meetup. It's $25 a month. There's only 10 spots available for the club. So uh, if that's something that sounds like you want to do to unwind every evening, come on over. Uh, you know, we love doing it. It's fun. That could help me. When I had my MRI yesterday, I did a meditation while I was there. I was at the beach the whole time, right? And those ways you can, once you learn how to meditate, you can meditate in the supermarket when you're standing in line. I mean, for the possibilities are endless, but you can't meditate. Anyway, 
Moving on to tonight, I want to bring Nancy on so we can get this going because this is a very interesting topic to me. You know, there are cases where people think that they may have been abducted by aliens or somebody thinks that they may have been abducted, contactees, things like that. And they go to be, people go to be hypnotized, you know, to have that regression and it's just blank. Nothing comes up. Nothing comes out of it. The question is, why? You know, do people, you know, have a block? I mean, it's like anything else. When something horrendous happens to us, sometimes there is a block there. You know, like like when people are involved with, in murder cases and things like that, there sometimes is a block. It's, it's the way, it, it's, it's, it's our mind has a way of protecting us from things that are too scary for us. So maybe that's what it is. Anyway, Nancy, of course, has done her research. And I'm sure she's got a big pile of papers sitting there. And, uh, yep, see, I see her nodding in the green room. And so I'm going to let her on to get this show going. And uh, I'm going to talk about that. So here we go. <laughs> oh, I'm in the dark. Oh, I don't have enough lights on. Well, hello, everybody. This is uh, this is a, a curious topic for me because I don't deal with it very often. And what started it about? But three weeks ago, Char, we were talking yeah. about um, hypnosis and she was sharing with a group, a friend of hers. I don't know. I forgot the name. I should have written it down. Who was it with you? Marissa was with you or Marissa Jen or who yeah. was, was with you? And yeah. And she went under a bridge. Uh, she was traveling from oh, Marissa was with me. Yeah. Marissa was with me. Point A to point B. And they were mm -hmm. headed somewhere like people do. And <clears throat> she went on an overpass that was like 1900s really old and it had an ability to it had time to grow um the ivy clear across it was very orientate nice looking and she entered it and then blacked out and then she ended up 20 minutes down the road or something like that and i think it could <laughs> well i tell you i have experiences and with my ufo Everybody says, well, everything happens to Nancy. No, it doesn't. And I get really frustrated. Like, I want something really spectacular. But I, I will say that when I lived on the mountain, Black Mountain, Hornbrook, California, my husband calculated we were at 3,000 elevation. We had a beautiful view off the deck of, of uh, Mount Shasta. It was a big home, and uh, I really loved it. But life changes our direction sometimes. And so needing better medical for my husband, I... I elected to move and everything happens in its time. Everybody saw me moving, didn't know exactly where it was, but anyway, so before I left, I had, I'll come dreams because it's so particular. I'm not one for fancy or I'm also, I was, I was talking earlier and I'm not one to panic. Um, I seem to be the one that stands ground and kind of evaluates everything. Like in the middle of a firestorm, I'd say, Hmm, which is the best way I wouldn't, I just don't do that. So people say, well, Nancy. So I had this incident and I found myself outside of the house, looking at the house. We had a long drive, not a real long drive, but a drive that was graveled. And I seem to remember thinking I was on the graveled part before the area where our car would be covered. Uh, and I was standing there next to my perception of an alien. And I told the audience, I'll remind those who didn't listen to the other show, that I looked at this individual and I, I analysis, which is my engineering side, my artistic side showed through. And I thought to myself, oh, he has a, 
a wetsuit on or something like going underground. I mean, and the water, it was uh, rubbery looking. But what caught my eye was that it was frosted coloring. It was blue and pinkish, shiny. And I thought to myself, well, that's just beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> and this being bent way down, I'm 5'5", five five, I think. <laughs> I've gotten older, so maybe five, four and a half. And he looked down at me and he had a really long face with long eyes, compassionate, not a mean looking, um, but really tall. And he looked at me like, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> and it was over that I woke up. And I was telling a couple of people, and they, one lady said to me, oh, my God, that was real. And I go, well, how do you know that? And she says, because only you would say something like, you're beautiful. <laughs> that didn't even, I didn't go, yeah, you know, nothing. It was just, you're beautiful. And they said, oh, no, that's that's you. But I have no way to prove it. And, and so we're going to talk about the idea of hypnosis. And I, I spent hours today, in fact, over the week, I've thought about it and talking about Char's experience of losing that time. And, um, and when the, and then I want to mention also that last week, someone in the chat room was saying something about uh, slippage and space and she fell into uh, something. And that happened to me up there at Hornbrook, middle of the summer, July, hottest it could be, I was moving. And, and I, I'm not one to uh, slough off. I work hard. Um, you know, that is what it is. And I slipped <laughs> into something. And for Marissa's, because she wanted more information on it, I wish I had information on everything. I wish, mm -hmm. I wish. But I slipped. And the part of me that slipped was my shoulders, my head, and part of my top torso. And I realized at any moment I was going to hit the cement. But I didn't because it wasn't all just me. It was part of my spirit that slipped. And what I was looking at was a cloudy, bumpy, yellow, beigey, not beigey, but light, light, dirt looking. And it was bubble. And I remember thinking, remember, this happens in split seconds, everybody. <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, this is interesting. I wonder how I'm going to get back. <laughs> that was the only thing I could think of. Like, I wonder where I'm, it's like, where am I? Oh, how am I going to get back to there? And of course I looked at it and I went, Ooh, I wonder what this is. And the next second might've been three seconds, four seconds. Can you even think of that time? But I remember wondering where was I going and what was I doing? And I could have no perception of anybody. Now this dream, because I have no proof of this alienish looking guy, and he was very compassionate. Maybe he's female. I wouldn't know, but very, very soft feeling to it and realizing that I was using language that maybe didn't understand, but the tone of my voice, you're really beautiful. I was thinking it, I wasn't saying it out loud, but, but I would like to have proof and subsequently Char. And I thought about Char for a couple of weeks and I thought about this experience. Now what's curious, everybody, is we have really little control over our physicalness and our moment what we're living every second, every second. And I was talking to a client today who's uh, in a turbulence type of thing. And I said, you know, in the moment you're alive, this is all there is. You can't think about this. You can't think about that. All you can do is this. So I thought about that. And then I thought about Char, talked to him, but I had talked to him earlier. 
And I started thinking, you know, we've tried three times to hook up. Last Saturday would have been the fourth time. No criticism. This is an analysis of action. And I started realizing, okay, I got to think about this. Is there an action going on that she's not supposed to know? And then I started realizing, you know, I did past life regression with her. And in the midst of it, I already had planned out everything I wanted to say. You're going to look at this. You're going to do this. I was all excited. Guess what? She saw nothing. She's not a visual. She's a feeler. <laughs> right in the middle of going there, I go, oh, fudge. <laughs> I got to change everything. So I'm trying not to sharp, straighten up, show me something. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. But I was saying to myself, oh, you've done this before this way. 99% of regression peoples will see something. Oh, no, not Char. But I've had this before. It was a man, a police person. And I, and I had to, because for some reason, his working world was so tight that when he, um, and he was young. And I, I did this in uh, Roseville on Long Court. This is one of the last times that, you know, um, 02, 03, 02 probably. And that people were letting people in their homes and that we hadn't moved for an adventure. And, uh, and so in something like this, where you're not knowing what you want to go, what you want to do, he blocked from seeing because he didn't want to. And in some ways, I, I realized that and it was one of those, oh my gosh, I have to think quickly here. So with that, in her past life experience, I had her tell me how she felt. I had her touch her body. I had to have her stump her feet. I says, where are you standing? Do you have boots on? Feel your, feel your feet. And she, we went through the whole thing. It was really fascinating. And, and it gave us a lot of storyline on her conquest in this life and what she's trying to attain. And that was very, very, very satisfying. But when it came to this, there was a put off. And so I gave it a lot of thought and I wondered, okay, if she's not visual, but a feeler, and she did get abducted. I wouldn't want her to be able to experience again because I was going to regress her, having her sit in her very favorite chair and in the front room in front of the TV. She was going to watch a movie of a camera recording of herself going under the bridge because I felt like that was the least offensive or abrasive, like she was mm -hmm. watching something perhaps. It would have worked. The problem is she wouldn't sit real see the TV. And I went, hmm, there is something going on that is creating a block. And I was, I was like, oh, I really want to know, Char. Let's go there. Yeah? No, can't do that. Because a therapist, a hypnotist, you got to be smarter than they are. you got to be smarter and say, what can we do with this situation? And I called her up. I said, this is a good show. We've got to talk about it because there may be people, as we discussed what I found out today, who may be curious enough to find out, is this, um, well, I'm going, to, I'm going to cover some ideas here. What part of us? Now, say um, my father was killed. I had trauma early in life. And there's a lot of deaths in the families, as we all have. My father got killed really early. 
so then my father uh, was um, my mother lost her father and my father lost his father. So I was traumatized listening to all these stories. What if I hadn't had experience? What would I bring up of in an actual life regression, present life, not past life? I wasn't sure. So we have to, I would do, I have notes. I get off track and I got to get back to this. Um, I want to get some positive ideas. Uh, yes, we are. I want to give you a couple of names to do a little research. Remember, I'm from California. So these are California, a couple of people in California. I found a guy on the East Coast that has written up. He's got PhD. I'm going to mention that. Everybody knows about Linda Moten. How? Oh, my gosh. That woman is brilliant. I'd love to. I'd love to live in her neighborhood. As people call me up and they say, Nancy, I'd just love to talk to you about three, four hours. Can we have it over coffee? You know, I would love to do that. I, I don't have time. I I don't have I don't have enough life in me or breath. But I'm always willing to do something like this. So if you want me on your show, give me a call, right? So I love this. And um and I am still working everybody. Um but past lives is way more fun for me than alien abduction. I've stayed away from that for the reasons some of the reasons I'm going to talk about. There's only a couple areas I I really don't care for <clears throat> and that unfortunately if i say out loud i'll get client but i will i i don't care to talk to people with children who are drug addicted it's out of my wheel camp uh something i never studied on something that scares me because i got a lot of kids around me you know we have family so my mother instincts would block it see what i'm saying so sometimes you got to talk to somebody who doesn't have those issues so alien induction comes right next to it and i have had three or four <sighs> i know three uh there's other people that have talked to me um but not a regression situation only the reason is that sometimes you'll stir up the dirt and they are broken afterward people get broken and the times i've done this they were aware of it already and so it was easy but um, like I said, I want to go and start talking here. Do we have people in the room with that? Uh, if they've had, uh, hello there, <laughs> Pamela. I know our YouTube sometimes will get thin, but I know the RSS and the TikTok and whatever else you're doing. I know if those people want to uh, ask a question or make a comment, please go to Shar. Give us a link. Give you us a link, Shar. YouTube.com forward slash at California Haunts Radio. We're broadcasting live right now. Okay, so it's YouTube forward slash that Apple sign, California Haunts. Type that in and you'll show up. Please type in anything you want to add. If you don't like what I say, add that. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I am the last one to say I am the final word. I'm just one of many real well-intended people trying to get some more information out for you who have never talked to me or heard me before. I've been at this 33 years. 24 years Pacific Bell, 33 years doing this. Had cancer, got divorced, tried to find out the reason why bad things happen to good people, got into this and stayed. So we all have stories. And there, and over the years I've met and talked to and watched YouTube of wonderful, wonderful people. I'm just one of many. <clears throat> and I still work. I'm in Oroville. People don't come to the home. We have a house that's, uh, you know, I, I am married and um, we don't have an office set up 
people can come in anymore. So all this is all down the phone. Um, in the local area, I worked with Richard Boylan. Uh, last name is B-O-Y-L-A-N. And he was in the Sacramento area, went to Placerville area. Now he's in the Bay area. Very well known. Uh, he's been on um, Ancient Aliens. I don't know what Zed is, Z-E-A-D, Bass Walkers. And of course, Coast to Coast many times. So you could look him up, Richard Boyland, doctor. And he is in the Star Kids Project. This is a very well-intentioned individual. I really really liked him and um, he got into this because too many people were coming to him with these stories of being abducted. it's like brian white dr brian weiss he was a, a cancer doctor in florida and very well known if you don't know brian weiss many lives many masks see oh no women is that that <laughs> Only, oh my gosh, look up Dr. Brian Weiss. I get all these people mixed up in my head. I think it's Many Lives, Many Masters. Anyway, I have all his books. I've read everything. Um, and these people give up their careers. So Dr. Brian Weiss gave up his career as a doctor in Florida and he's dedicated and with his adult daughter now, the past life regressions. Um, and he firmly believes in reincarnation now. Same thing happened to Dr. Richard Boyland. And he got into this and he started getting so many clients it's like the energy of who he was was accepting those people to hear their story and he was driven he started keeping notes of the people that came to him talk to him about different parts of the country that they visited or had access to or was taken to so he started uh, traverse the countryside and he ended up in uh, nevada and he got lost time so he asked me to do a past regression. Remember, this is something I'm not familiar with. And I have, and I did many times in those years that I had a client show up when they're under a lot of stress, especially um, I do a lot of grief, uh, death and dying, where people have death in their family. And sometimes, and I know if I say it this way, you'll understand, I give them an energy hug and it drops, their, drops them, meaning if I'm talking to someone with a high uh, threshold, of, I mean, a low threshold, and they're really starting to wound up. A woman came to me, her son had just committed suicide. He was just out of high school. Trauma, trauma. Very hard to read that kind of person. So what I learned is if I put my energy around them and just push it down a little bit, they go kind of like an adulterous state. It's kind of cheating a little bit. And I did that to him. And I've learned, and if you do some of these, you'll understand those people getting into it. Never lead your client. Just say, where are you going? Oh, what's wrong with the car? And you stopped? How come? Why don't you uh, get out and look at your car and see what's going on? And it was fascinating. Um, he did have an experience. I don't know that it was planned or not. If it was, then they did it. They implanted a, a, mem a thought. And so he got really involved with it. What happened, and he came back, we talked about this, and I felt that there was a conspiracy against him because it was so early like this was before it became popular to talk about. So he saw me 92, 93. So by 95, somehow you may want to look it up. Don't bother because I think it was all trumped up. I feel like the government was out to discredit him and they put in his path some really uncomfortable things that he had to deal with. And he left his practice for UFO completely. 
So it's it's a tr amazing man, amazing story, and I really like him. I don't know that he works anymore, but maybe by reading up on him, there's other people in the Bay Area, Sacramento, Placerville that also do past life, I mean, present life regression for alien abduction. This is an area I wouldn't know very many names. On the East Coast, an article was written, Aliens Among Us, and it was by Maggie Ginsberg, G-I-N-S-B. E-R-G. Um, and she talked of a David Jacobs. Um, today he's 78 years old um, and one of the country's foremost UFO experts. Uh, his PhD is only second doctorate awarded anywhere on UFO related topics. Amazing. Now that I find him, I'm going to start really reading up on this fella. Kind of recognize his name. Maybe he's shown up ancient aliens. Uh, Americans captivation with extra Threshold life is well documented from the Life magazine feature story in 52 that first um, sparked his interest, Jacob's interest, to a 2020 documentary which former Senate's Majority Leader Harry Reid claims the U.S. government has been covering UFO up UFOs for 70 years. Absolutely. Mainstream media continue to unearth alleged evidence that feeds our enduring question, is there a life out there? It seems we want to believe almost as, be almost as much as we don't want to. And I like that last sentence. On some level, you sit while you're listening to this or driving, you're thinking, we do really want to know. There's many countries that even build buildings to the worship of UFOs and all the carvings and all the rock formations from Australia to, to Africa to India where they create these drawings with people with helmets on. We really want to know. But if one landed in your neighborhood, oh, mom, look at here, there's a UFO planet. Oh, they ruined the street with their exhaust pipe. What would you do? Are we ready to allow that to happen? Have we had enough exposure? Have you heard the expression, um, we get hardened. Uh, my husband loves police, shoot em ups, cowboy Indians, military, <laughs> and every sport imaginable. And it's all kind of man heavy duty stuff. You get kind of deadened to hearing a gun go off. Are we getting deadened to the, I'm not talking politics, I'm just going to a place where women think about because I'm a grandma, where children are afraid to go to school. Are we becoming deadened to it? Why aren't we doing something about it? Well. That's being deadened to that trauma all the time. I'm not positive we have gotten not deadened. You see the idea of UFOs. Are we really? I think <laughs> so. I live outside of Oroville and it's a rocky mountain. I mean, it's mountains and it's hills and dales. And I have kind of like a little bigger subdivision. And I'm looking out there in the street thinking, okay, what if someone landed right there? What would we do? Well, I imagine half the neighborhood has guns and come out and shoot it. <laughs> okay, I can get that. What would I do? I'd probably want to talk to them. I'd probably walk up and go, oh, and what's your theology over on your planet? What do you do? Do you believe in God? You know, like, I would want to know things like that. Do you believe in the afterlife? <laughs> like, uh, duh, you know. Why not? Why not ask them those things? Are we ready to hear that? Well, there's a lot of people who have suffered because of that. And that's why, because they're not acclimated. That's the word I was looking for, acclimated to the idea. 
can we become acclimated to the idea that, that eventually somebody's going to land and everybody's going to see it? Now, they did in 52. Eisenhower got involved. Yeah. And poor Jackie Gleason, when Nixon took him, I guess his wife, I wrote, I read some articles. <laughs> Jack Gleason's wife said he was never the same. It changed him, changed him, changed him. And I like Jackie Gleason. I watched the Honeymooners when I was a kid, you know, in our black and white TV in the room with a cadenza that was this big in the little screen. And my stepdad would watch that, would laugh, and he'd say, pow, to the moon, you know. And here's this man. Nixon picked him up in his own car. We're going to go somewhere. And he saw an alien. Was he really ready? Evidently not, because his wife said he changed. And I think sometimes people change because it affects on every level conceivable. Am I safe in my world? Am I safe at home? Am I safe in my bed? Are they going to take me? And if they do, what are they going to do to me? Well, I've had a few of my friends tell me, Nancy, you're just not normal. They've tweaked you all over the place. But Kashar and I talked about it, and we've known a lot of intuitives. Huge number. In 33 years, you don't think I haven't been to enough events? And psychics like me, we just kind of fall over. We die. Like suddenly, Nancy Bradley in Plasville, stroke. Was she 52 years old? 62? Walking across, yeah, walking across the room. Boom. Right? And I've had, uh, I've been this way all my life. I have had cancer. I was 39. But I wasn't practicing, but I was still witnessing my abilities. So when I got into this, then I came down with a couple other serious illnesses. But Shar and I talk about it. We have some peoples in our groups. I didn't tell them I've talked about them. But we were looking around and Shar and I, well, look at that. Someone else just died. How come? What's going on? Are they tweaking with us and it, in some ways well, we are, or lightening us? Well, yeah, they either, I mean, it's, it's either, there's either death or they've got some illness. What was that first thing? They To death, what was that? Well, the, you know, there's either death, which they're having a lot of death, you know, in, in my circle of, you know, people that I know within my group, well, not within my group, so, well, within my group and outside my group, but there's also people with major illnesses, too, and that makes you look around, too. It looks like maybe the predominant of these things are autoimmune issues, issue things. So maybe they, maybe my dad, who I had the lucky benefit of inheriting his gift, he was talking to his dead dad all the time. I remember my mother saying to me, I wanted to leave him. He was always talking. I thought it was me. It was his dead dad, father he was talking to. Well, guess what I do? Mom, are you here tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a sign, Mom. Oh, the other night I was doing something and the I was talking to her. <laughs> What's that? That'd be funny if the backdrop falls. <laughs> well, um, the other night was, I, I think it's a couple of two or three nights, um, the woman's mother uh, showed up when I was <laughs> these spirit people. So I was putting my face on everybody. And the spirit woman showed up behind me. And I go, who are you? <laughs> and I looked at her. And then when we started, I said, did your mother look like? She says, oh, that's my mom. I says, well, she showed up. I was in the bathroom putting my face on for you. <laughs> and I said, and then all of a sudden, I felt someone massage my shoulders. And I went, who's that? <clears throat> the point is, is I'm acclimated. Here I go again. I want you to hear what I'm saying. I'm used to that. But what if somebody like Char, all of a sudden you felt shoulder hands on your shoulders? Oh, oh, fudge, right? 
So we, we have to get used to the idea that this is real. Watch every show that you could possibly get hold. I want to keep going here, everybody. I got to have Keep me talking. Okay. So what I'm doing is I'm bringing some ideas. I'm giving you a couple of names. Uh, uh, Harry Reid, look up his um, 2020 documentary. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid claims U.S. government has been hiding this for 70 years. Absolutely. We talked about Nixon uh, taking Gleason. Look up that. Type it up in Google. Uh, David Jacobs. I do know that name. Uh, look up him. He has a Ph.D. in ufology. Um, Richard Boylan. These are heavyweights, everybody. And, of course, Linda Morton Howell. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch, Chariots of the God by Eric Von Daniken. So many, how many can I, and why do I start out positive? Why am I starting out this? I want you to get to use the idea. I want you to be comfortable with it because I had trouble finding anything positive on regression work with alien abduction. Of course, we're going to talk about <laughs> Betty and Barney Hill. The first ones, I actually had the VHS tape on that. I can't believe it. I actually have other things and it's all buried. <laughs> Stay there. Red, black cat here. Um, Betty Marty Hill had an extraordinary experience. And just on the show recently, I don't know if it's Ancient Aliens or History Station. That's the ones I stay at. Um, Science Station, Travel Station, um, whatever those stations are, they have all that kind of stuff. And they had, uh, it would, must have been on UFOs. Betty Barney Hill, she was actually taken above the ship. And she asked them, where are we? And they said, we are from, and they showed her a sky, a map of the cosmos, and they pointed to some stars, and she drew it. No, no, honey. <laughs> I'll hit a keyboard, key, bonk, and I'm gone. <laughs> oh, my. cats are aliens, yes. <laughs> Mine is. They get right here in front of me. Like I'm trying to look at the screen. Anyway, so just recently, I mean, 10 years or so, um, that cat, um, that star map that she drew, at the time she drew it, there was no way to confirm it. Guess what? It's a real star map of a location. This is where they're from. Yes, I believe in wormhole holes, Skywalker Ranch. Absolutely. I love that show. I imagine it's doing excellent out there. A lot of people are watching it. And I'm surprised the government hasn't tried to shut it down. So we will see if we can continue watching it. And the weather one is Skinwalker Ranch Beyond. Um, that is a secondary show, Branch. And finding the same black hole. Um, <laughs> I'm talking too quick. Um, wormhole effect in other parts of the country, which I find very curious. Now, just a few weeks ago, my husband ran in the house. He's yelling, get your glasses. I'm blind as a bat. So I got my glasses, ran out. I said, what do you want me to see? And I pointed up. And just as I'm, he's pointing up, a UFO comes right over our house. And it was one of the white gold orb things, really bright. I know if we had a different filter that we could take out some of the blaze around it, it might had different shape i ran a house got my phone went outdoors because all he did was get your glasses i thought maybe it was an animal in the yard or something i thought it was kind of you know that i never expected a ufo and so i got out in the front of my house and remember we're hills and dales and the thing was taken off and i only got 18 seconds worth but larry was behind me and his eyesight's really good and all of a sudden it went boop, it was gone just boop 
And I went, where? I only got 18 seconds worth of it, and it was gone. But after, you know, I turned it off. And he says, you know, Skywalker Ranch, you know, that wormhole thing? <gasps> oh, did we see that happen? And he says, yeah, I think so. I'm gone. I loved it. I loved it. So I'm getting acclimated to it. Maybe if they land here, I won't shoot them. Like I said, I would talk to them. So there's a lot of people I just mentioned. Um, uh, while you're listening to this, if you have a screen, lower right corner where it says share or save, there's three dots. Hit one of those and one will give you a transcript of the Tonight Show with those names on there. Um, uh, yes, Betty and Barney Hill incident is now finally showing the validity of the star map she drew. And, um, and I know if she could witness this if she, as a spirit person, she'd be chuckling. I think she had a really good sense of humor. Um, in reality, we really do not know how many have been taken. Uh, we have a spectacular uh, witnesses uh, from a woman in New York who was taken off a high rise. A lot of people on the ground saw that happen. Like that's brazen, right? Um, to the people on the countryside. And I watched uh, something from Alaska, uh, uh, UFOs in Alaska. And the gentleman said he went outside and looked up and he went, wow, look at that. And uh, he had taken a chair and he said, well, I'll just sit down here. And all of a sudden he saw it. And the next time he had awareness, he was inside. He was inside his house. So there had to be missing time for him. So I, I do feel like they're here. I don't know what they're doing. People, you know, the uh, Twilight Zone movie uh, to serve man. Yeah, over over uh, potatoes, everybody. <laughs> In reality, we don't know why they're here or how many. Mm -hmm. Are they to help us, to farm us, or to assist us, our civilization, into future um, space travel? Maybe that's a maybe that's something they need. I had heard a rumor once that not rumor, but a thought that maybe they're created us to be part of a of, a, of an army to battle alien civilizations across the cosmos and we're future soldiers. So they're trying to advance our culture and to have us get to outer space and middle. I, I, I kind of wonder about that. I'm not going to say yes or no on that because I don't know about other civilization going across the cosmos, but I think we're kind of warring. We're kind of militaristic uh, we, we like to fight a lot. And I thought when I'd heard that theory, I don't know where it came from. I thought, well, that's curious because we are a, a world of fighters. Look how many battles and wars we've had. Something to think about. Um, so that's a theory too. Uh, don't know if I like that one. In some ways, I always thought that as people would say, I think that they're tweaking with us with the psychic abilities because clearly I'm not an angry aggressive person i'm very peaceful and part of that is because i know we survive and i want to take full advantage of every breath i take why fight why be in her why be in a place of conflict why not just enjoy not enjoy i have a hard life just like everybody else but be fully alive in the moment and those people who are warring nations don't think that way so anyway that's that um so i want to i want to talk about some of the negative things I picked up, and then I want to go to a couple of positive things. How many of us look at the day's headlines of people 
and it's in the news all the time, sexual abuse and alien abductions. And it seems like, and I've read about 10 major articles from different major links, um, the false memory syndrome. I don't like that word. I don't want to think that we're making things up. But in the headlines, just the last few years, a woman came forward and said, I have been in disarray all my adult life. I've separated myself from my family. I had a regression. It comes out my father abused us girls and me. And she went and sued him. Shard, you remember that art? Remember that happening? Anyway, it caused a lot. I'm not going to say it didn't happen, but a false memory syndrome. Um, say she didn't really know what it was, but she has a couple of girlfriends saying, You have that black, big black secret. You have something happen to you because you have problem with, um, you know, you can't sleep at night and you, and you have PTSD anytime you're around a man you don't like or there's some kind of problem you date and you can't, you can't adjust, never been married. Maybe you were abused as a child. Well, guess what? She goes to the hypnotist and guess what happens? She was abused. And I, I weep for the families that this does happen, but nothing's ever resolved. I, I weep for the woman that felt like she discovered her true pain and suffering but did it really happen i i just don't have answers if it did the person needs to be punished if it didn't happen she destroyed the lives of her almost everybody in her family because i remember that being really big news so probably could look it up just google it a woman under hypnosis claims her father sexually abused her it goes to court and it's national news something like that you'll see the article um adult complaints of lost memories or trouble sleeping who who have difficulty adjusting several norms that could come up to a place where you could say, I had that issue. I call it the big black secret, or you could say something happened to me. I disappeared or somebody uh, kidnapped me. And if the therapist is not really right on toes, she would say, is it aliens? If you lead somebody, you, you lost it. You can't ever do that. Why don't you, if, as Char, I would say something like, what is the sensations you're experiencing? What are you feeling as your hands are on the steering wheel? You have to go to a place of, of gently bringing in something that's mundane before you go to extraordinary. And a lot of people want to go, oh, I think I was, I went camping all of a sudden I had missing time. Well, what, how much did you drink? You know, so it, <laughs> I did that my youth. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple, maybe that's why I don't drink now, but I never was a drinker. But if I had two margaritas, I'd be out like a light. But I went camping with Doom Buggy Club, Northern California Doom Buggies Association, and I uh, can't remember the other one, but I I did go camping a lot. Uh, <clears throat> uh, in the, these individuals, not all of them, because I don't want to pin down everybody's bad and wrong for doing this. This is a generalization on have an hour, everybody. Some will, under hypnosis, create an idea of sexual alien abuse. Um, and we have to be careful if you do do this, and I'm talking about anybody out there that wants my help or something. You have to be careful because we've talked about this a lot now. How many shows are now on TV? Okay, an idea has been planted. Doesn't mean you didn't have the experience, but are you going to go to the experience? Or are you going to create a memory of something you saw on TV. Now, the little alien that everybody draws are on carved walls in almost every country in the world. Betty and Barney Hill 
drew those pictures. Okay. It's been out there a lot. I didn't see that. I saw a big skinny guy. But you didn't. So you're going to create a memory of what you... <laughs> I'm sorry about this. Can you hear him? Is it too loud? <laughs> Hi, honey. Um, everybody, uh, they're mad at me. We got new food and it must smell different. And they're and they're hungry and we don't have anything else. We bought them their favorite stuff. And so everybody knows how to get finicky cats to eat finicky food. <laughs> so we have to be careful about planted ideas. Say you're you're worried that maybe something happened to you as a child and it was that black secret, but you watch every show on TV about it so you can learn more about it. Then you go to hypnotist. Guess what you're gonna come up with? Um, sudden remembering of early high early childhood memories they say if you think of something long enough it becomes a memory for you um i've seemed to be have been bitten a lot by cats and dog well dogs and my earliest memory is visiting my mother's friend and on the other side of the garage was a big black dog oh doggy oh <laughs> I got scars all over me so if under hypnosis, what would I say is my trauma of my life? Being bitten by dogs? Don't know. Would I talk about adoption? I don't know. Cancer? Yes. Yes. Terrible trauma. Lucid dreams. You can have a dream. I um, er, Early on, when you first get in this, you go, wow, this is so exciting. You almost like bellow up the energy. Woo, I want to try everything. So I got into meditation. I got into astral travel. I got into everything Robert Moreau talks about, you know, all the Robert Moreau's and um, everybody. So one of the things I tried and I, I did enjoy this was visualizing myself out of my body flying. Well, one night I went to bed in the morning. I went, wow, that was weird. So I was out flying above the trees. And the problem was I couldn't stay up. It's all right, bud. It's all right, honey. My calendar is getting shredded. I hope there's nobody on there tomorrow. I have to know. He, I was flying above the trees, but dipping down. It was like I could see the leaves. And I knew at that point, after a few days later, this is like 91, 92. I got in here at 90. And I realized that I was leaving my body at night. And I was floating above the trees. What was curious is that to my left, I saw the cemetery that was across the street at Sylvan Corners from Ken and Ollie's church. But I was not there. I was in bed across town. So in the morning, I woke up. I went, okay, from my house, I got to there. And then I saw the kid on the, on the um, rock wall. And I asked him, what are you doing there? Oh, I'm just sitting here. Do we do that in our dreams? After that, then I realized that we do leave our bodies and it was so pronounced to me. Now, under hypnosis, would I call it that? What would I call that experience? So how, and it's called uh, out-of-body experiences. Um, so when we have out-of-body experiences, how would we parlay that in a regression? I'm not sure. So I'm trying to tenderly walk around some of the issues that could come up 
besides not being aliens. Now, the other thing is, is sleep paralysis. Up to the Middle Ages, um, we'll be waiting until Shar's done eating. <laughs> we can hear. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Uh, yeah. Uh, sleep paralysis was a big thing in the Middle Ages. And so even major paintings and, um, oh, some of the, um, of the time where those succubus would come in to men and freeze their bodies and all kinds of devils and that could have been alien abductions. see? Mm -hmm. So we, we really don't know what's creating all this. Um, in the sciencedirect.com uh, web location, it's actually a, a magazine. This is the kind of stuff I like to read. They talk about post-traumatic stress disorder. Memories of an impossible experience can be similar to an individual's response to a generally traumatic experience. Absolutely. Now go back and look that up. <laughs> uh, sciencedirect.com slash science slash article. See what comes up. Um, it's out of the UK. And thanks to, uh, thanks to a research of the past decades, we can probably conclude that these are alien misadventures arise due to entirely more mundane phenomena sleep paralysis and false memories remember i said you could watch tv show and they were very blunt and it was very cold and they didn't believe in alien abductions at all um betty hill relives her worst nightmare alien abduction 1961 on youtube so betty hill relives her worst nightmare Alien Abduction, 1961, YouTube. Look it up. About alien abduction, Betty and Barty Hill. I think everybody should, if you not know what that is, that experience, wonderful couple. You know, I, I don't like it that people suffer. So I, I have to go to a place of realizing that I found, unless someone sends me articles, I found nothing that said, oh, this is the way to go and this is how you do it. In some ways, as I would do any other client, any other client, I would have to feel what they're going through. I would have to step into the memory. Now, oh, Nancy, you can't do that. Yes, I can. So in uh, Sierra Vista, uh, and uh, and the learning, see, I do, I, I did the learning exchange in Sacramento, California for a while, but I didn't do alien actions or past life regression work. When I was living in Sierra Vista, I got, uh, connected to the learning exchange. So if Nancy, you're watching, hello, one of my lady friends, um, she introduced me to a group and I was doing past life regression work. And I would pick two or three people just to kind of look at them. And I would see their past lives. And one of them was so fascinating, this really dainty, very slim, 75-ish looking, not, she probably was older, but she was just little tiny thing and she went back to a past life where she was a caveman i went oh hallelujah this is gonna be fun <laughs> i love it i love it so i would arbitrarily step into it. and if i see a picture then it's true if i cannot then it's emotional so i was seeing these visuals and i got done i says oh you won't believe this but someone over here saw themselves as a um as a caveman because if she didn't raise her hand how presumptuous of me to point. And she went, oh, that was me. <laughs> and I went, I, you know, privacy is very important. So if I can see it, so I rely on that. 
with pat with alien abductions it's really difficult if i saw it could i accept it see would i accept seeing somebody mistreated woman on tv said i've had 25 babies wow that's she's a blonde lady and she was one of these shows i gobble up all the time and i thought to myself ow <laughs> 25 pregnancies if i'm right let me know i think it was around that number very lovely lady and my first impression was i don't know if she's making this up she's kind of like a good rock you know like like some of the people i mentioned that you should read up on really solid peoples solid peoples they don't make it up. They don't talk about, well, let's talk about UFOs and see if I can write a book on chariots of the gods and tell everybody what I believe in. Oh, the poor man was mocked out. Ah, good. He's got the last laugh, doesn't he? How many books did he sell? Billions of them. <laughs> I have two of them on my shelf. Yes. I had old one and then I couldn't find it. And I I bought everybody a new one. has them. <laughs> At least one. Right? The joke's on everybody but him. He is the one that started the whole movement. Ancient aliens wouldn't even be here if, if someone had read that first book of his. And he Can was such I a young man. Real quick, a quick interruption. When you talk about um, the memories that people can get and create from watching TV shows, that is one of the things that's on my questionnaire when we go out to investigate a residential haunting. <laughs> is we ask them directly, you know, how does what you're doing, or how if you watch TV shows? That's one of the questions. The other question is that how does this compare to something you've seen on TV? I love that. I just happened to have listened. I'm listening to some old shows, everybody. Uh -huh. I think it was April 2013, George Lopez, Poor Orange Paranormal. And it was the um, Ghostbuster ladies from Connecticut. And so I think it was April of 13, look it up, or 12. And I was listening to them interview a young man. He's probably he's middle-aged now, I'm sure. And he stated that, that he did an investigation, what he did. And I've talked of this. Mm -hmm. He said, we sat around a table. We created somebody. We wrote it down. Yeah. Everybody wrote down what they wanted a ghost to look like. And they created a woman to look like a certain mm -hmm. person. And I have said that in the afterlife, people have said to me, we can go, there's a city. And in my eyes, it looks like glass or marble. What do mm -hmm. I know? But everybody conjugates that because everybody's created. Oh, look where I'm going. So you put your mind to and everybody's created a zillion people in one location. They're all thinking, this is a beautiful city. It's made of glass or, or marble. Wow, wow. And you got the teachers. You can do what you want there. So I said one day to a group of people, we're going to all put our hand out. I want you to say that Nancy's going to pass around a red uh, ball and it's going to show up. All you have to do is wait for it. How long would it take for everybody to see that red ball? Wouldn't take very long. If I could convince you, I put a red ball in the middle of the room, you would see it eventually. So this experiment, what this is really crazy. The mm -hmm. energy, the energy that we create with the energy that's around our body. Say you put a piece out there, five foot three, 110 pounds, 120. Let's make it really swanky. Huh? 110 pounds, five foot three. My mother was 103 pounds, five foot three. She was very slim. Anyway, uh, 
certain hairstyles, certain clothing. What was curious, they do an investigation. They claimed they all saw her, but in different parts of the building. Mm-hmm. Curious. Now, they left and they said the experiment was amazing because it incorporated everything that people had written down. I like mm-hmm. that. They had I other investigators other investigators come to that building and they saw that woman there. Yes. So yes. they energetically I've, created yes. a spirit to be there. Oh, Char, yes. tell yes. me what you know. I tell have me, a you couple know. of close friends who are no longer with us who were doing mm. those types of experiments. And, that, you know, were, were they, they would talk about one case in particular where there was nothing even in the building to begin with. And mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. a legend because of the land the building was on, of a particular yeah. ghost that would haunt this building. And because the paranormal investigators kept going out there, and the people that would visit this building thought about this this particular being being out there, it's haunted now. Literally haunted. But it's haunted with right. the residual energy of what people have created to be in it. So a, long, a while back, someone online created a monster. And he created a tall, thin shadow man, and he called him the slim man. Oh, and yeah. people actually saw him. And that was the basis of two little girls trying to murder their friend, was this mm-hmm. imaginary created. The slender man. Yeah, the slender man. Slender man. The slender man. Mm-hmm. That was a web created uh, activity. I can't remember when it was, but it was been a while, 10 years at least. But before that, they, as a group, created this monster person uh this creature and i often wondered how many times we do this now with me when char or ken rossi or someone calls me up all you do is give me a name and i go to that person then i and we just did this with char i don't really want to know anything i just want validation when i get done now i don't know if that person's created the individual beyond there I, I don't know how would I see what they create in their mind. I, I don't know. Usually when I see a person, I get so much detail. Um, I assume it's correct. Mm-hmm. But I've also had the experience where someone says, um, I want you to look at this house or do this or that. And sometimes I don't get what they get. And then I wonder, well, spirit people move around. They're not going to stand in the same place. Mm-hmm. But I've told Char and everybody I do this, you either going to see somebody there so how I keep my sanity, <laughs> I own nothing. I say, I have, I leave my body. I put my mind to somebody and I'm either going to see somebody in their house or somebody on their body, or I'm not. I'd go, okay, show me. And that's how I keep my sanity. Because if mm-hmm. I stress, I hope I get somebody or hope I see something, then you block it. So anybody learning to do this, you know, you have to surrender to the universe and allow your how self or your energy to be able to get something. And I kind of rely on that. If I don't get something, I always wonder why. Well, maybe that person, maybe that spirit person got tired of waiting for us to show up and left. Mm -hmm. But we do talk about poltergeist activity caused by people. And that was another situation. And that also can be created by anger, frustration, anxiety. I don't remember if it was you I was talking to, Shar, on that or not. Was that you or somebody else? Yes, it was me. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was a week or so ago. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, that frustration. I just released that video uh, from TikTok over, you know, on, on all my social media. 
Yeah, it was a case. It's cases. It's ongoing, and it's a case of a family. I don't know really, you know, what's going on. I haven't taught, done a one-on-one -on -one talk with these people. I've seen their videos, um, and it looks like they've either got something dark going on, or it is poltergeist activity because the particular video that I viewed was that yeah. was with the caption that they had the husband and wife had gotten into this huge fight, but they had kissed and made up, yada yada yada. But you know what? Relationships. You kiss and make up, but there's still underlying things because what happens is yes. you fight with them later, the digs come up from, from the previous fight right. from, from two years ago or whatever. So <laughs> that's true. Uh, it does happen to everybody. They were all happy doing hunky dory. The next day they clean their house and did all this. But the, but that night yeah. things started happening in their house. There was a rocking chair, which a ghost can do. But the main thing in there is that a ghost can only move maybe two to three pounds. That's the it. violence the of things. Yeah. To move anything. Yeah. Anything was larger. There was this big, heavy pit. It looked like almost a picnic table that I guess they were using for their family meals. And you could see this thing clearly on camera moving by itself. That's so, very similar to what we're talking about with the alien stuff. Yes, it can be yes. that or it could be something else. We right. don't know. And, and I don't want to dismiss thing, anybody's experience. And, and that's the other thing, too. When I read the, when I read the, well, a good alien book to read if you want to have the bejesus scared out of you, is the Mojave Incident. <laughs> yeah, that one scared the bejesus out of me because it's not so much what happened during the the abduction; it's what happened after. Because mm -hmm. that what happened after made me question what I do as a paranormal investigator as far as looking for ghosts. Because a lot of the things they described happening with these aliens, you know, coming back for them. Are yeah. the same thing that happens during paranormal encounters with ghosts. Same exact thing. I I really love this topic, and I like the idea that we really don't know our universe. We really uh -huh. don't know how it's working. Um, uh -huh. A couple of people have proposed the idea that I do some research and look at how is it possible we live in a matrix idea. And I kind of like that. Uh, just recently on TV, I think it was my husband was watching. No, it was me watching um, Mysterious, some, Strange something or other. And it was mm -hmm. animals freezing in the midair. And then somebody in England, Europe, saw some sheep on a hill and they all froze. And then the next clip was a man feeding nuts to a little squirrel and it mm -hmm. froze. He touched it with the... With the nut, he put some in its paws. It didn't even blink. Matrix, everybody. There's a glitch in the system. I don't know. I love that idea. I wouldn't even know how to do research on it. But I am, mm -hmm. I am kind of curious. Is that what we live in? And excuse me, the aliens created the universe for all our fun, or did they create it for us? Are they um, plant a seed and it grows type of thing. Well, let's let's create the you know, computer program and we'll put what we call the humans on this planet called Earth. Mm -hmm. I, how do we know? I think it's mm -hmm. exciting to think things are not as they always seem. When I fell into that space, <laughs> I went, oh, fudge. And the next thought was, okay, I'm in here. I was out there. How do I get back? And next thing I know, I was. And then so I could, may I have been charged. She says, well, how, someone asked me, well, how long were you there? I had nobody around me. I wasn't looking at the clock. I could have been gone for an hour. An hour. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It felt short to me, 
but yet, how do we know? How do we know? I'm sorry about it getting dark. <laughs> I'm disappearing. Um, a wonderful topic. Um, I think that one thing I would suggest, if someone said, geez, I have some memories, please find someone you trust. Uh, I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, I don't get <laughs> regrets. I can't. Well, let me tell you, it does. It works. Um, I'm a super thinker. Bong, right out. In fact, I'm going to be calling a friend up <clears throat> in the next couple of days. <clears throat> and she and I have been friends since um, high school, 13 years old. And uh, she'd been having a dream since she was a child of two little girls walk, running down the hallway. And um, I got a past life regression at Sierra College. It was just a class one time because my mom said for me to experience this. And I says, oh, mom, I think too much. I mean, you know, I was engineering background. I'm an artist. I'm detailed, detailed. So I can't relax. I can't do that. And I went bonk. <laughs> mm -hmm. I dreamt of two little girls, one chasing out the other. And so my friend came down from Oregon to visit. And I it was 2000. And or before that, before that, because I moved into that house. Yeah, 2000. So it must be around there. And she said, um, I said, oh, I've had this wonderful experience. I had a regression. And she says, well, share it with me. And I says, two little girls ran. And she says, wait. And she finished my regression for me. And she says, I've been dreaming that since I was a child. I go, really? It was amazing. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to call her up and see if she'll do that with us. Because sometimes, and I love um, children, ghosted my child, uh, on YouTube, look up the channel called LMN or type in YouTube, Ghosts in My Child, Child Reincarnation Stories. Fabulous. Um, there's so many great hosts that are interviewing adults with near-death experiences and mm -hmm. past life experiences and life between life experiences. You could spend all your time and now have a life just catching up on all these wonderful videos, everybody. Um, I just, but alien induction, that's, that's a little scary to me, but a little exciting because it proves that something else is going on and we're not insane thinking about all these things. And as people said to me, Nancy, someone's tweaked with you. I don't know that that's possible. I don't know about that. Um, but I do know of a lot of intuitives. I've been doing this a long time and I've had some autoimmune issues. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. I, I just don't know, but I, I kind of wonder sometimes. Uh, anyway, um, so make sure the, I'm going to let Char take over here. Make sure you give us a thumb up on this if you enjoyed it. I hope you did. I did the best to give you an hour's worth, you know, quick, quick, give you some ideas to think about. Um, I soon and Char and I have enjoyed a year's worth and we will continue. So write in what you'd like me to talk about. I'm always open. Um, and then on my channel, Nancy Matt Psychic, I will be starting soon um, clips from all my readings going back as far as I can go of situations that everybody may re may uh, find very interesting. All kinds of topics, uh, maybe 10 minutes that won't ever conflict with Shar. So go ahead to my site and subscribe and then we're all good. Okay, Shar, you want to take over? I think that's all I've written okay. down is well, five pages. You know, if, you were, if you were listening to the show tonight and you liked it, please subscribe. If you're watching from YouTube, you know, we're trying to build up our subscribers so we can monetize 
We're 320 away right now. I'm real excited about that, but we still have to get over that hump, as they say. So the more of you that subscribe, the faster we can get there. Also, if you're watching from, from Facebook, same thing. If you haven't, you know, um, followed yet, please be sure to do that because, you know, again, we're looking for, for followers and whatnot. Um, if you if you like what you saw tonight, please feel free. I see a couple people left some hearts for me. Uh, please feel free to show us some love, and uh, especially on Facebook, you know, show us some thumbs up and things like that. Uh, I see comments in the chat. Because what that does is it puts us up higher in the algorithms, and then Facebook will distribute yeah. it out further for us. YouTube is the same thing. There's 741, maybe more now, videos over on YouTube after all of this show. And it's confusing, so I put everything under, well, not everything yet, but I've almost got it all done putting it under categories. So you can look it up. If you want to find Nancy Matz, go to Nancy Matz's folder. Boom, she's there. You want to find things on, on alien abductions like tonight? Go to alien, alien abduction folders. It's there. Ancient ancient history, boom, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So she's categorized us. Yeah. We're on our own yeah. playlist. So if yeah. you want my shows, you have to go all the way to the arrow, click it, yeah. and then all the rest of us will show up. Yeah. I've had some people write me a note that they couldn't find me. So, yeah. Mm, so, um, yeah. so you just got to keep clicking. Keep on clicking. You know, but I mean, it's people, all there. Otherwise, people get patient. <laughs> otherwise, it gets confusing when you're looking at stuff. Because I mean, it's just one big blob for your shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Actually, this has been a very good idea for her. I got a little light yeah. on me. Oh. Yeah, because uh, so, there's some people yes. who don't want to talk. But, yeah. You know, they have their favorite topics. Absolutely. OK, I really okay. had fun tonight so, with yeah. this topic. We tomorrow too. night we we're going to be tomorrow night. We're going to be talking about when people pass over the portals that are, are seen. And I've had okay. lots and lots of experience with that because my death, dying, grieving and recovery is what because I see spirit people. Uh, we're going to be talking about some examples that I think you might find tomorrow night's show interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we'll All be right. back, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. I think that's what I need to say. So we're going to, I'll show you how to contact Nancy, and we're going to get out of here. I have to go do a guided meditation. At Ooh, am I, oh, so we're ending early. Good. Yes. So I'm off to run a guided meditation today. So here we go, and uh, here's Nancy's contact info. Like magic. There we go. Websites, nancymats.com. That's all lowercase. nancymatsauthor.com. That's nmacat.com. And youtube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic. N-M-N-T is, uh, is, is cat. Help get me out of this funk. Nancy Matz's book. One of her books. Here we go. Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills. Nancy Matz. And The Unwilling Sacrifice. And you can get those books at Amazon.com. All right, guys. It was fun we'll tonight. See you tomorrow. Yep, we'll see you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. Have a great evening.